0: good evening people and welcome to the show we have two comments already right off the bat hey um real quick just to give you a heads up do the dishes Okay. If you have the day off, do the dishes, do a chore so you don't get in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. We'll, I'm sure we'll dive into that later. Welcome to the Contagion Effect, everyone. It is 6 o'clock on Thursday. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, we appreciate everybody that comes through. We appreciate the comments. We appreciate the emails and the texts and the messages that we get. Uh, we get to do this. Again, we is you know, me, myself, and I right now. And that is cool because we get to talk to veterans and first responders and law enforcement and firefighters and people that I think that are cool because that's what we do. We give the platform back to our community and we are rolling. We are rolling and we are going to have a great time. We have a, a, a awesome guest with us tonight. We are going to dive into uh, not, only, not only is she an author, uh, a poet, uh, amongst just the minimum just a, a few things. Um, Army vet. We'll get into all the 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 backstory on that. Uh, so share, like, subscribe, and send it out to your friends. Have people join because uh, this is going to be informational. It's going you're going to learn some things, and it's just going to be cool because you can go support and go buy her book. She has two books out of maybe. I know that she has of two books that are out right now. Uh, My healing avenue and healing like a warrior so go check those out and they are um they're in poetry form which is awesome because have you ever tried to put your life in poetry it's tough it's tough uh, I appreciate what she does and I appreciate her, the correspondence that we have because I have a, an awesome email that she had posted on her site for uh letting her viewers know and her support staff know that that she's coming on to the Contagion Effect show, which you can listen to live on Thursday nights at 6 o'clock. And that's why we're here today. You can also listen to it on Reads Across America. I would hit the comment button. I want to see how high I can go before I can do that. Um, but yeah, so that's what we got going on today. Um, last week was Griffin Coiner. Thank you for joining. Uh, salt, stash salt, damn it. A week and I still screwed it up. StashSalt.com. go check out his stuff i have i have some Have my little comb still i got my wax i didn't wax up today i didn't wax up today because i was lazy yeah so go check that out um but we have to run a few and we'll get back to uh the the stories of, of what they tell us and what they're doing and what they got going on uh, so we hit double digits. Let's get Scotty Hastings in the intro first, and then we'll go jump into the comments
1: Yeah, the times and places, they may change But one thing stays the same
0: Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Scotty Hastings. And I had a feeling I would have that would have bet a 20 spot on that. Derek, thank you for joining us. Derek was episode 89 of the contagion effect show and got us in contact. And you know, the, the interweb of of guests and everything that we do here is awesome. Um, thank you for joining us. Bourbon battle buddy, thank you. I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, yeah, we're gonna run through these real quick, Kimmer. I I got permission to call her Kim, so we're going with Kim. Uh, Yeah, appreciate it, man. This is great. Craig, thank you for joining. How come you didn't pop up there, Craig? There you go. Absolutely. What is up, Brian Roof? Wow, that was a a faux pas. I just kind of sat there for a second trying to read. I know. Maybe I'll just put it on real quick for you. Maybe I'll put it on. Kirk Poe, thanks for joining. Appreciate you. Um, You know when there was two of us doing the intro and it was kind of cool we could banter back and forth uh, It ran a little bit longer, but the cool part is is uh, I can just bring my guests on and we can get right into the stories Um, But I do want to say that remember that you can listen to us and this will be rebroadcasted on tuesday night Tuesday night at eight o'clock on reese across america. We appreciate all of the sponsorship support that we've gotten from Wreaths Across America. So we're going to go back-to-back on them, and we'll be right back. The Contagion Effects show can also be heard on Wreaths Across America Radio on Truckin' Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern. You can find Wreaths Across America Radio on the iHeart app, the Odyssey app, and the TuneIn app. Search the word Wreath. Hey, that was supposed to be a back-to-back there. Mr. Protection Man, hold on. Remember.
2: Honor. Teach.
0: Give the gift of remembrance. Sponsor a $17 veteran's wreath for an American hero. Learn more at wreathsacrossamerica.org uh, phenomenal, phenomenal organization that has allowed us to place wreaths out at the San Joaquin National Cemetery for our veterans and heroes uh, throughout all of the wars, and um, you know, near and dear to our hearts. And I think it's a great thing. Um, I I believe, yeah, today is the 18th. I believe they ended their buy one get one. Um, so you know, throughout the year we can. You know you can purchase. We have a link um, that goes five dollars comes back to us. And again, with all the different apparel and stuff that we buy, and and all the gifts that we do, and and supporting our veterans, it's going right back into the veteran community. Um, remember, you can also pick up your hero stock calendar. Um, get them quickly because January is almost over, and you're going to miss the coolest one of the coolest pictures in there. But you can also get your, uh, sorry, your, your your Hero Stock calendar at herostock.org. Stock, Hero uh, I think it's a $12 donation. And um, it is quality. It is, it is good quality, going to a good support group for our veterans and uh, providing support for a stronger tomorrow. Thank you, um, Jason Steiner, and everything that you do with them. Wills for Warriors out of Nebraska have they have teamed up and uh yeah what well, yeah yeah that yeah, exactly January and I believe um I believe we're January we oh yeah, uh sorry bro you didn't make the cut for January but uh but but Brian Roof and Tom Ettinger and Scotty and Jason we made the we made the March calendar part too Um, So let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the great state of Kentucky, a nice cool winter storm warning, a a cooling trend, as they say, during the the winter months here. Um, Author and writer Kim Gwinner, welcome to The Contagion Effect.
2: Hi, Eric. Hey, everybody.
0: How you doing? Thanks for joining. I know it's the time zone and, and I know it's a little bit later there. So we're going to get right back to it.
2: Right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Eric. I appreciate this. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you are a veteran of the army. Um, and you know, our platform is always available for whoever needs to use it to get the story out there of, of, you know, the past and what's going on now in the present and the future and, and the support that you have shown, um, always jumping on the comments and stuff like that and sharing and liking and, and, Letting your people know that, hey, you know, there's there's people out there that that support veterans, even though we're not veterans, but we support the hell out of out of, out of them, and uh, you know, we're here because you know, it's what we it's what we're here for, right? So, um, so first of all, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the you know, Mike had always liked to get the little backstory of where you grew up and where you went to school, and then the uh, transition into military. So let's start. Let's start with that. Where did little Where did little Kim grow up? Where did Where Where did you grow up?
2: <laughs> I was born on the west side of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, and that's pretty much where I grew up until I started my uh, high school years. We moved out east to Piketon, Ohio, okay. Pike County, and I completed graduated out there. Well, everybody else in my family is graduated from Cincinnati.
0: Yeah
2: so but uh it, it was nice out there lived on a farm uh, my uncle owned it had my own motorcycle when i was 13 years old <laughs> had a kawasaki and uh but my my uh, senior year i was in in a foster home okay. and from there i always wanted to be a cop i always okay. wanted to be i always wanted to be angie dickerson police yeah, woman. Yeah sergeant pepper you know (laughs) yeah, i love her i had to be like her so the only way that i could was join the military so i joined the army as an mp okay and uh i had a hard time in there yeah especially being assaulted yeah basic training and stuff but uh all's good right now yeah um so growing, up, so you knew you wanted to be
0: in the military, just growing up like that just was something that you wanted to do, right? Yeah, yeah, it was something that I wanted to do. Yeah, and it was was going into the so going in getting into the army that was kind of like your stepping stone
2: through the you know to kind of go through that
0: process, right? Uh, yeah, that was
2: that was me out on my own for the first time. Yeah. How is that, that
0: known that, you know, you, there, there's a little bit of a rough patch and then here you are kind of on your own again, right, in the military? Um, and, you know, there were, there were some things that happened. Was it always like, was there ever a point where you're like, it's just not worth it? Like, I just, I'm, I'm it's just not worth it?
2: After the first time I was raped, yes, I thought that. But then I thought, I'm not going to give up on my dreams. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and back in,
0: back in that time, what it like, it wasn't, was, was there help for it, for that, for the situation? No. Or was it just kind of figure it out yourself or be quiet or, you know, yeah, you must've done something. It was the the blame game, right? It was blame, yeah. the, blame the victim. Yep. Shame, you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Fear. yeah. Did you feel like retaliation was part of that too? Did you feel like there was, um. You know, was it was it? Ah, she's in trouble. It's her fault. She, you know, she brought it upon herself.
2: Well, no, nobody knew about it until I started in the VA. Okay. I mean, a couple of close friends knew. I, I, I confided in them. Yeah. But uh, I didn't really open up until I started going to the VA and getting help. Yeah.
0: Um. We had talked before, and um, you know, there's there's a few questions now. I mean, um there's a few questions that i had for you but i'm kind of like you know what let's just let's let's continue we we'll, we'll, you know we'll we'll talk about what happened um but also the fact that now you're i mean you're kind of a badass excuse my language like you're kind of a badass like you fought from from that spot right how was your career whenever you became uh, law enforcement
2: oh well, in the army it was okay i i abused the authority some uh I had a hard time taking orders from men. I got a couple Article Fifteens for it, but at the same time, I got letters of appreciation for doing my job. Yeah. So one kind of weighed out the other, and I got to stay in the military.
0: Yeah. Um, whenever you know, when you're going through that, right? Was there was there ever um, a moment or the the coming forward part, like? When was the hey? I like I need to say something, or I need to to bring it to light. Like, what was what was that part?
2: That didn't happen until after I was out for many years, and I went yeah. to the VA. Okay. Actually, my best friend took me to the VA. She says I'm not going to watch you go through this anymore. Yeah, because I didn't even know the VA existed.
0: Oh, okay, wow.
2: And uh, so she took me up there and and dropped me off, and I spent oh god, I don't know, twenty days or so inpatient.
0: A penny, a penny. That's my mom right there. <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, so and in, in, in time frame wise, what what year was this? What year was was?
2: Uh, it was nineteen ninety eight, I believe. Ninety eight.
0: So, I mean, ninety eight. I mean, there were programs in place, and and so do you feel? Do you feel like going through the VA? You felt like you that it got. I don't want to say dealt with, but Was it beneficial? Did you feel like you got the benefit of going there and and getting the help that you needed? Did you feel like that was enough?
2: Oh, I'm still in therapy with the VA, at the VA. Uh, My mental health care has been excellent. Okay. I mean, I I cannot complain about a single one of my uh, therapists or doctors. I mean, I love them all.
0: Yeah. 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 So and it's such a it's such a salt, I don't know. So how has the experience how has it affected you as far as just like going through, you know, going through the trauma and then now going through VA and getting the help?
2: Well, there was other circumstances why I got out of the military, Eric. I was over in Germany and I called home to talk to my little brother and sister to see what they wanted for Christmas and my mother which always threw me out and beat me and everything when I was a child that's why I was in a foster home but uh, she asked me to come home and I got real cocky with her and I told her I'm never coming home I'm getting ready to reenlist. so the next day I went to uh, guard mount and I was pulled out a formation told to report to the uh, TOPS office so I went to see top and he told me that the lieutenant wanted to see me. So I went and saw the lieutenant, and I had two NCOs with me, and they had a bottle of whiskey, German whiskey. And I didn't know what, what was going on. And then when I walked in there and I saw him, and I saw the face look on his face, I said, what what happened? You know, did she get in the fight? Is she in the hospital? What, what, what? And he looked at me with dead cold eyes and says, she's dead. Just oh, like wow. that and wow. then they handed me the bottle of whiskey and i stayed drunk the whole time up until after i was going to the va wow i mean it just ate me up real bad that and the, yeah. the rapes you know i was raped by my senior drill sergeant i was raped by a, a lover later on she really tore me up it, it it's hard to, to imagine what she put me through
0: yeah Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that you went through that. That's um, yeah. Being an advocate for, for abuse um, as you are um, working with the VA and and going through, going to the VA for, for help. um, What do you think the biggest obstacle is? Is it just shame? Is it just that part of someone's like, Oh, I'm the only one that's went through this. Nobody understands what I'm doing or what I'm going through. Or is it the, uh, I mean, I, I, Again, I've never went through the, anything like that, so I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm just trying to get to the point of there's somebody out there that may be watching or listening right. that they don't know. I mean, they know that there's help, but they just don't know how to go about it, right?
2: Right.
0: I mean, you well, said your f- one of your friends that helped
2: you get there because yeah. she said, yeah. hey, listen, you're like,
0: we're not doing this.
2: But uh, when it first happened, you know, you cry alone without any tears because there's nobody to trust. Yeah. And they don't advertise it, didn't say anything about it. But, oh, man, it, it it is really tough. But now I hear and I know that there are resources to help, even if you're active duty. Yeah. They, they have a program. And they're now taking it out of the chain of command and putting it in another area. So you don't have to worry about your commander sitting there. I mean, it's still a scary process, but at least it's a process. That's something I didn't have available to me when I was in.
0: Guess I should put my button back on after I coughed there. Um, and, and I think that's part of the change, right? Like, there's, there's got to be that part of, hey, and then there's say, say assault happens and it's covered up, and the, you know, for even for shows like this, right? I mean, this is it's a sensitive topic and normally we we kind of um we have stories of of being shot at or being ambushed and stuff like that and and it's one of those things that it's it's a hard to explain it cuz we if we don't go through it right so mentally ptsd wise i mean just n- the trust right like is it's broken it's broken trust right yeah how does that get built up how does that get built up or does it ever get back to being built up to that level.
2: Well, I always had a problem with men until I met uh Warriors for Life. And Derek, Iozio. he was too unbelievable. He was the first man I trusted. Yeah. And then there was then there was Kirk Poe and then the, the other guys. Uh when I started going to them, they're a peer support group. I didn't even turn my camera on. I didn't talk. Yeah. Then when I then when I started you know, they accepted me for who I was and what i have been through. Yeah. And that was a great feeling. I never had that feeling before, except at the VA.
0: And how long ago was that, that you guys started doing the the meetings? Uh, it's been a little over a year now. It was September. So, re- so recent. I mean, you know, the, the trauma was – the trauma has been there for 35 years, 40 years. Yep. yep. Now and, – and, and the help is just, you know – and that's where I think we're, um, I, again, I didn't go through it, so I can't, I don't want to bash on them, but it's fine. It's kind of like that drop off, right? Like, hey, you're done with your service, you know, whatever you dealt with, whatever you went through, you know, good luck finding help for it. And it's kind of a lot, I mean, we're at our 99th episode, right? And so that's literally what we hear quite often is just there's no out uh, exit there's no exit uh strategy, I guess. I hate saying that because it's not well, it is war. It is war. People are going through war in their own mind from the PTSD and, and the different things that they've seen and had to deal with. So yeah. um, you know, and and Derek Iozio again, you know, one of those one of those guys, you're just like, Man, solid. Doesn't matter what your background is, doesn't matter what you're going through, just a solid, good person who's there for you and non-judgmental because we're not the ones to be judging people right uh, Derek says for anyone listening if you are someone who knows has a traumatic experience there is hope absolutely and we're going to be we're going to talk about that um, in a in a minute i do have um, we're going to talk a little bit about um the victoryforveterans.org um the organization is one of those that is that's out of texas i believe it's like conroy texas and it seems that you have not one, not two, but three different shows or support Troops. programs that's going on. Did you want to talk a
2: little bit about that? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Veterans, Victory for Veterans is uh, we have, they did many things, but uh, the Warriors for Life part, we have a uh, support groups seven nights a week, sometimes twice in a day. Uh, so if you're ever out for needing the help or want to join in or something, you're more than welcome. Uh, we accept you just as you are. But uh, after our, I was there for a little less than a year, I started talking to uh, Michael, the colonel, who's in charge, the founder of uh, Victories for Veterans. He, uh, I talked to him, and I told him, I says, hey, you know, I like to step up i like to take part of this and he says sure you can be one of the facilitators so now i'm a facilitator for three groups i have tuesday night which is topic tuesday where we try to have a subject that we talk about and then friday mornings i have coffee break coffee with kim and that's just open floor we talk about anything everybody wants to talk about and then on friday nights i have a woman's only group called the Thank front you. porch and that's where it's just us women, and we sit around and we talk. I think I tried to join that one night. I think I kind of
0: joined. I'm like, yeah, hey, I can't find the league. <laughs> and then I did the research. I'm like, okay, well, uh, no wonder why I can't find the league. I can't join it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. So uh, yeah, check out VictoryForVeterans.org. There's a ton of information. Um, you know they they also do a flowers for for the graves and there's a lot of information like tons of information on here um and i think that's awesome i think that's great because what it gives you is it gives you that ability to to get in front of people and to and i don't want to say relax but it gives you that that voice of hey man like i'm somebody that can help somebody and it seems like you, you have that personality of like, listen, I've been through this. I've been through hell and I've been and I've come back and I'm not perfect, but I'm getting there. I'm getting healthy and I'm getting my mind right. And I have a support group that's just crazy, awesome. And so I, I you know, kudos to you because getting up and telling your story and coming on a show like ours is, is one of those things where, You know, it's nervous. It is. It's hard to talk because, I mean, yeah. Oh no, yeah, 100%. I I can be, I can sit and BS, but the one thing I found out is, whenever you have veterans on, it's so hard to BS veterans because they've seen so much more, right? And it's just a a friend told me one time, don't don't bullshit a bullshitter, and so I mean, I
2: guess if the shoe fits, right? Yeah. welcome. I I worked for the VA as well. Okay. Uh, I went through the uh, trauma recovery center. It's a seven-week program. that's residential, and I graduated. And I knew what I wanted to do. I volunteered for like three years, and then a position came open for peer support. Okay. So so I was all over that. Uh, my supervisor interviewed me with other people, other veterans, and uh, I was selected which was awesome. You know, I never had, I've never had a real job before. Never. And, uh, so I was doing that for a few years and I was triggered every day. You know, I was getting burnt out because I didn't have no, no break. Right. And, uh, but being in a room full of guys, you know, 10, 12 guys, just me and them, you know, that, that, Oh, that got to me.
0: Yeah,
2: it ate me up. And then being a lesbian, when I was in with the women, I thought they were going to think that I was hitting on them, as I was trying mm. to help them. Right, so, right, right, So yeah, I didn't last there that long. I had I, I had probably about five years, but oh uh, wow, yeah. But uh, I had I had to quit. In fact, they were helping me quit. Oh, they, right. were, sh- they, they were getting ready to show me the door. Oh. Uh. Going in, going into something like
0: that, is it one of those things where you're like, I know I can help these people if they would just open up and, and realize that I'm here to help them. But again, you're, you know, you're dealing with that fragile balance, right? Of the trust, the no trust, the the you know, what's the backstory here? Um, I feel like that sometimes is is the hardest thing to do is to break the shell and to open up and be like, hey, we're here for you. Like we have
2: we have programs we can help. Yeah. Uh, I knew I wanted to help. I, I was a really good volunteer. I put in so many hours. I put more hours in as a volunteer as I did actually working uh, because I did fun things with their, all the veterans that were hospitalized and inpatient. And when I got to be an employee, I didn't have all the freedoms that I had as a volunteer, like as a volunteer, I didn't talk to them about, you know, their triggers or what happened to them. As a employee peer support, you have to. Yeah. And it, it, some of the stories just broke my heart, Eric. You, oh, you, you, oh. you can't imagine the stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it took its toll on me. I I, I I stayed drunk. I sobered up for like two years when I was working. But uh, I started drinking again because of being triggered and everything. And I continued to drink until 21. When hmm. I started therapy again. I quit therapy and everything. Tried to commit suicide. When When you go through something
0: like that, and you, in your, your, again, you, you know, you've helped people and then you're dealing with your stuff. You're dealing with your mental health and, and what are, what are the things Be as a caregiver? And I know you, you know, obviously if you would have stayed there, you would have been awesome. Do you think that you're just like, it's just too much. It's just too much. I don't want to deal with it. Or is it part of that thing of like, I just don't want to deal with my own crap. What do you think is one of those things where you're like, man, I I can, I need to turn this around. Like what's the, what's that click moment where you're like, man, I need to pull my own head out of my ass.
2: Well, to begin with, you know, I had problems with the staff. I love everybody that worked there, but you know, I was the first peer support that my VA hired and they didn't yeah. know what to do with me. They didn't know what I was trained to do. They didn't know anything about nothing that I was doing. And yeah. when they when they have groups they have two staff members, but when the peer support has group, it's just the, the veterans and the peer support. There's only one of me. There's not two of me in there to bounce stuff off of. So you have to open up about yourself and tell your story and try not to trigger anybody. But at the same time, listen to their story without being triggered, which I had a problem, hard, hard problem doing. And and I lost a lot of work. I had a surgery to where they left stuff in me for three years. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. And uh, I was having problems with my own mental health at that time. And it was like I wasn't going to work. Uh, I always had an excuse. But like I said, the, the program... Was affected by that, and the VA had. I left my supervisor no choice but to fire me, so she began the procedure to fire me. But I was able to get uh, retirement disability. So you kind of dealing with your own mental health.
0: You really didn't deal with your own mental health, but yet you're you're trying to start this program, trying to help other people, but yet you don't even have the toolbox. You have the toolbox, but you have no tools in there to explain or, or to just the camaraderie, I guess. Right, right. Um, with the shows that you have on at on the uh, victory, oh man, sorry, on victory for <inaudible> veterans, yeah, on victoryforveterans.org, org. Those are those shows that you're that you are like, hey, this is what we're dealing with. Like, let's all. Like everybody can share their story. Like you said, it's a kind of an open forum type on on Tuesday.
2: Or no, was on Tuesday on Friday. Friday, yeah, Friday.
0: yeah. Friday. on Friday. Um, do you think that from then to now, you think that's helped you kind of deal with with some of your things? If you were to go back to the VA, you think that that your program would be more beneficial? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> yeah, I do. Yeah, so having that outlet of of, of you know a show. Even with a show like this, I mean, you know, maybe that's something in your future where you're like, Hey, on Tuesday nights, we're going to do this. and we're just going to sit here and talk, you know? And again, I know you have your show on Tuesday, um, but it's that camaraderie, right? It's that group. It's that group and the, and the support and the service back giving back to your, your, your fellow man. And so man, as far as, you know, humanity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, But I think that, I think it's awesome. I think that it's, it's, of those things where the trigger part is kind of helping you out a little bit though too right you understand what i'm saying yeah or yeah it's it's uncomfortable is it is hard it's hard to talk about your your issues and what you're going through but yet you know you know i know i know listen i know there's people in the comments that have more issues than i have right I, i mean i've had a pretty simple life a pretty easy road I haven't had a lot of the issues that I've heard over the course of the last two years. And I feel like I'm not bleeding hard guy. Like I feel bad and I want to do something. And, you know, knowing that, you know, we're here, um, you love poetry, right? You love to, you love to write and you love to have that outlet. Talk a little bit about how that became part of, of your recovery process.
2: Well, I was in therapy. I began therapy again and, uh, I got a therapist that I truly love. Uh I couldn't tell her anything. It was yeah. hard for me to still talk about it. Yeah. And uh so we're talking recently, me, right? We're 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 talking recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're talking a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. And uh she says, Why don't you try writing about it? So I did. I sat down and, and I wrote about my I wrote about three three of the rapes and I wrote about them in detail to her cause she needed to know, even though I couldn't talk about it, yeah. I wrote about them in detail. And I don't know if she ever really read them or not, but it was such a release release to get it out because I've never been able to talk about details before in my life. Yeah. And so that opened up the door for us. And, and like I said, I love Cindy. So much. She helped me so much. But uh, where can we get this book? Where can we find it? Uh, my books are on uh, Amazon.com and through Barnes and Noble. Uh, go go pick up the book, and you know
0: we'll, what we what we normally do. Um, Jenna Carlton has been on the show, and she writes about the veteran workbook. Uh, I um, Derek's been on the show. I'm getting a little bit of, of you can see my little, my little book stash over here, right? Um, Derek's is over there and Rick's is over there. And, and, and uh, our, our general Martin, he, he, you know, we got one of his books and I love the, I love the expression part of what you do. I, the poetry form, and I, and I kind of stopped for a 2nd i I'm, I'm trying to think of how to put it but the poetry part is something it poetry's hard in general right but to be able to express yourself and tell your story through it i think is amazing i think it's just it's so therapeutic for people it was for um, me yeah and i mean i mean we can be honest that's the only reason that's the only thing that matters right as long yeah. as it's therapeutic for you um and i do appreciate you know I do appreciate the, the sentiment and uh sending this to me and then amazing. I you know, I hope it's um this is the second book, Healing Like a uh, it's a continuation of the first book, Healing Like a Warrior. This is My Healing Avenue by Kim Gwinner. Go out and get it. Um add it to your collection because um the stories and and, and you know what what goes on as a female in the in the Military is, you know. There's not enough stories out there. There's not enough stories, um, but yeah, that's um, it's amazing to me what you got going on. Thanks. You I'm working s- on my third book. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Do we get a little snippet? Some more poetry. Got some more poetry. A little
2: yeah, it's it's poetry. Some, some. Okay. All right. All
0: right. Um, you sent me you sent me a clip. Well, I don't say a clip because it's a full song. You sent me a song, um, and we're gonna listen to it first if you don't mind. I want to I want to oh. play it first, okay? Um, and then we can talk about it afterwards after uh this. So let me pull this up real quick as uh I extended it down there. Shoot. Come on, come on, Eric. Hold on, dead space. We're we're almost, I promise. Okay. There we go. All right. This, this is something to say. This is something to say by Charlie Hines. Yes. Okay. This is basically the story of story of your life, right? So here we go. Uh, world debut. World debut. We're going to get this right here. Ladies and gentlemen. Something to say,
1: have so much to say
0: hold on, Cam. you know what happened? Remember we were playing it before yeah, the show dog on it that was so hold on, yeah, we're gonna do it the right way. There we go. What
1: did I do wrong? Is it even my fault this time? Cause I'm out on the street again I still feel the scars from the extension cords and the hand around my choking voice I wanna be of this Traumatized by every side I saw the world through broken eyes My mother took her own life One night during Christmas time Can't say I didn't Try to plan the same Oh, the years have tried Try to take my voice away But somehow I found a way to survive Traumatized by it Every side I saw the world through broken eyes, cause I was no one needing someone. Save the innocent Try to be like Angie Dickerson And lock all the bad guys away Maybe that could be my saving grace That frees me from this painful place those thoughts never called me home to stay, traumatized by every side, I saw the world through broken eyes, cause I silence I hold. So much to say.
0: I'm muted, thank you (laughs) I'm muted Uh, Tell me a little bit of story about the background there
2: Well My new therapist Nicole She has a uh, Women's Courage group Okay And
0: Yeah, we're we're pretty proud of her
2: (laughs) Yeah She uh, has Local singer songwriters Volunteer their time through the VA To her program and she chose Charlie for me. And at first, you know, I doubted her because one, he was a man. Yeah. And two, you know, he couldn't ever get what I felt. Yeah. Well, Charlie interviewed me on the phone a couple of times and he read my books and he came up with that song. He's, he wrote it, he sings it, he produced it. And, uh, It's just, it, 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 it's my story. Yeah. You know, he, he nailed
0: it. Yeah. It sounds awesome. I, I was sitting there listening before the show and I'm just like, man, like this is just, just awesome. It was, um, I'm so happy for you. Um, Thank being you. able to, you know, being able to have someone do that for you and the emotion. And I can tell you get a little choked up listening to it. Um, and I try to write down some things as I'm listening to it. And I, I, I get mesmerized because I'm a squirrel anyways. But um, uh, th- there was a part where it said, I was no one needing someone, right? I felt like I was no one needing someone. Yes. And it's just one of those things where it just sticks in your head. Knowing that, you know, the trauma and everything that you went through. Thanks, Tim. Uh, appreciate you guys. Hey, Rick Stone, real quick. Rick, Rick Stone, thank you for joining uh, Tim, thanks. And Kirk, thanks for uh, joining on. Uh, we absolutely do. We all love Kim. This is, uh, you know, for me, uh, I knew once I saw you in our comments and we we talked a little bit and it's uh, uh, the story needs to get out there. Right. There's support for everyone. Uh, but getting back to the song, Charlie Hines uh, did a great job. Absolutely phenomenal job on that. And um, like I said, I wish I wish I could, you know, buy it twice. <laughs> You know, it's one of those things i know it's a you thing and I know it's you know it, it's personal um but we're, we're gonna implement it we'll use it for some things we got some we got some videos coming up so um i appreciate everything that you've opened up and shared for us and 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 done and you know anytime you need something from us we're here for you Thank um you. i think your story is one of those where it needs to be told it's an, it's uncomfortable because nobody wants to talk about that part of what happens. And unfortunately it's, it's an everyday occurrence that happens. Yes. You know, Uh, again, tell us your, tell us your, your days that you are, um, that you're on at, um, victory for veterans, victory for veterans. Yeah. I was trying to, I I literally just told you I can't do two things at once. Uh, so go ahead and and, and tell us your, your thing and and, and where we can find you social media wise and everything.
2: Okay. Uh, If you go to the homepage of uh, Victory for Veterans, you'll see a drop-down It says uh, uh, Warriors for Life WFL. And if you click on that, it brings down a uh, drop box. And it shows all of the facilitators. It uh, tells you a little bit about us and what we do. But I host uh, Tuesday nights where I try to have a topic and we talk about it discuss it share things and then on friday morning i do the coffee break and that's open floor we discuss anything and then on friday nights is a woman's only group called the front porch and that's where we just sit and talk about things
0: Um, Derek Ozio and friends is on Monday mornings at coffee, coffee break starting at 6am Pacific standard time. Um, Kirk also host, uh, who's in the comments. And I think, I think this is so awesome. I think what you have got, you know, the group that you've got behind you, um, here's the, you can click on your host. You can read your host. You can read about, um, um, Tuesday night, Tuesday topic at four thirty Pacific, five thirty Mountain, and you can go east three o'clock, three hours East Coast time. Um, Let me grab a couple more comments, Joel. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Let me grab this. Um, I've known Kim for a few months. We've uh, yeah. You can tell she's she's got that personality of just just you know the compassion and the understanding and I can tell that she's no wolf either so you know mind your p's and don't be a jerk you know <laughs> When I'm not wrong am I wrong I'm just saying you know um, Craig Phillips thank you um, absolutely I can tell that what she does is awesome and again I'm glad I got to meet her and that's why I love I love what I get to do is we get to talk to uh yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, we got some rolling in uh it show, but I'm like, it's all good, brother. It's all good. Um again, thank you for joining the contagion effect. I know that we have we were way far out, and then all of a sudden we're like, Hey, it's it's go time, it's go week, it's interview week, let's go have a good time. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story. Again, people go check it out. I know Barnes and Noble's and uh and uh, that other place, what's it called? Amazon. Um, go check it out. She has two books. She's working on the third, My Healing Avenue and Healing Like a Warrior. Did I mess that up? Healing Like a Warrior is yeah. first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There we go. Market A and B, one and two. Um, Camera. I'm let you have uh, – I, I don't think Derek's going to let us get off here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's, that? What's, that? What, what, what's that all about? What's that <laughs> all about?
2: Him and Kirk keep telling me everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they says, we'll be able to tell you. I told you so. I was like, yeah, yeah. you two always do. Yeah. You know, there my, you go. Yeah, They're my big supporters. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. no, and, and, and that's cool. And, it's, you know, and the, the thing that I find out is you have to allow them to be your supporters too, though, right? Yeah. So it kind of takes a little bit of opening up for yourself and knowing that. You know, there's not, not everyone's out to get you. Not everything is a bad thing. Just knowing that you have good people on your side and to support you, I think is, is for us the, um, you know, the hardest thing to do. Um, yeah. Well, Cameron, thank you so much for joining us uh, again, people. Victory for victory for veterans.org. Go check out the drop down Tuesday nights, Friday nights, You can't join the women's if you're a guy. So just sorry. That's just the way it is. Um, I proved that. So um, Kim, are you have any last parting words that you'd like to say?
2: Uh, Yeah. First, I like to thank you for having me again, Eric. I I do appreciate it. Uh, In my books, there's nothing graphic in my books. I don't, I don't write about details in my books. It's safe between me and my therapist only. Yeah. Uh, but it was due to Nicole, it was due to Cindy. Cindy first told me I should write a book. And then Nicole kind of echoed that. And then she kind of gave me a swift kick in the butt. But so did Kirk and so did Derek and, you know, Stephen Bates. They all kicked my butt. So it was like, okay, I'll put one out there. Yeah. So now I'm
0: now on my third one. You now. Now, now you're on a roll. You're on thir- three. So. Yeah. um Remember, keep us in mind for your third one. We'll have you come. We'll we'll bring you back Um, again. Everybody, thank you for joining us Uh, next week. You are more more than welcome to join us for our 100th episode. I've sent out about 69 emails and I've gotten 68 responses back. And so, you know, it's going to be, we're going to be bouncing in and out. And if you want to come in and, and tell us what you got going on and, and be a part of our 100th extravaganza, you're more than welcome to join. Derek's got an email too, so, you know, like I said, if there's something we need, that, that there's something that you need from us, we're here for you, Kim.
2: Okay, thank you.
0: Thank you. Derek, Iozio, you get the last word. Thank you, sir. Kimmer, I'm going to push you in the back. I'm going to do a little bit of paperwork real quick, and I'll be right with you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Uh, go check out Go check out victory, uh, for veterans.org. Go check that out. Go check out what Kim has going on. Uh, support everyone that joins our show. Remember, we don't make any money. We don't care about the money. I mean, if someone wants to give money, that's great, but that's not what we're here for. We're here to keep the stories going, to give our veterans and first responders and people that I think have an interesting story uh, the platform because when this is on the interweb forever, right? And so when we are all gone from this earth, someone can go back and be like, dude had an interview with the in a bedroom and uh, he stuttered a lot and didn't know what the hell was going on. So I um, appreciate you guys for showing up and showing out. And uh, remember next week is our 100th show. We will be having uh, multiple guests. We will try to do as many as we can. Uh, but remember that, uh, go out and do something, and it's I'm frozen <laughs> <coughs> sorry my i'm I'm stalling cause I'm frozen over here. Um, there we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Deuces, have a good night.